It has been a really difficult time for Western University and the Western Mustangs. We have now lost three coaches in about a three-week span. Rock Pasako of Western Soccer, Dr. Darwin Samodiuk, a Western football head coach who won two Vanier Cups, and Larry Haler, who won two Vanier Cups and retired as the all-time winningest university coach in the sport of football. Joining us right now from Sportsnet, a former running back with the Western Mustangs, Donovan Bennett. Donovan, thanks for being here today. No worries. Thank you for having me. Donovan, you were able to watch Larry Haler coach, and then you were also able to play for Larry Haler as a player. Can you take us back to maybe even your first contact from Larry Haler as maybe he was saying, hey, there's this school, Western University, we, we want you to be a Western Mustang. How did that come together? Yeah, it's no different than me talking on the phone to you now, although uh, the type of technology we were using back then uh, was much different, so much so that I didn't have uh, I didn't have call display. So I get a phone call from this 519 number I didn't recognize and didn't really know if I was going to pick it up. Uh, and I did, and it was him on the phone calling to recruit me to, at the time, the University of Western Ontario. And everything he said sounded a little too good to be true. Unlike me, in my verbiage, he didn't stutter or waste one word. It sounded like you know he was a politician on a campaign and, and not a, a football coach looking to recruit you know a teenager at the time. And so I was a little bit skeptical. And he, Western was relatively late in the recruiting process for me. But what I learned is that everything he said, you know, he promised, turned out to be true he was a real straight shooter and so i i gained a great appreciation for him and his optimistic outlook on what he thought i could do in the program and what he thought the program and really when he was selling it it wasn't selling you know the x's and o's of what we would do on the field he was selling the community the city the fan base the alumni those are the things uh, that he talked to me about and, and all of that was true uh, in spades when I eventually came to campus and why I still, you know, consider London, Ontario, my home away from home. How much of that and how he was talking about the city, the fans, the alumni, how much of that goes into a player's decision? Because you're somebody who was a co-MVP of an offsa bowl and you had a lot of people who were talking to you. You have a decision to make. So what does that mean for a player to hear that from a coach like Harry, Larry Haler? It means everything. Listen, as a university athlete, you put so much into your trade. Uh, and so when you do that, you want to do it at a place where it matters, where, you know, the fruits of your labor are going to be recognized. And that certainly is the case at a school like Western. But really, you want to do it for someone that matters, for someone who's going to put just as much into it as you are. And I think the biggest thing, you know, I could say about my, my time, I mean, there's so many, but, but, but one of the things that I've realized not when I was there, but afterwards. Being a university athlete and certainly a Western student becomes part of your identity. When you talk to people, oh, where did you go to school? Oh, what did you do there? Oh, did you play sports? What sport? You know, football, Western, the Mustangs. The thing that people always ask, did you play for Larry Haler? If you did, oh, my goodness, what was that experience like? He was a bit of a personal brand builder. People loved him so much in the mystique and aura around him that it meant something to say 
that you played for him. That, that was so interesting. And, you know, in the era, um, you know, that we see now in college sports of the celebrity coach, we're going to see a couple in the NCAA championship. We see many in college basketball. In Canada, that celebrity coach was Larry Haler. Right? Before Glenn Constantine, before Dave Smart, uh, before, you know, Vicky Crowley even to a certain extent, uh, before Sean Talvae, that celebrity coach in terms of football in this country was Larry Haler. Donovan Bennett with us from Sportsnet, played for Larry Haler. Special coaches, successful coaches, will have this ability to make you want to play for them, to make you want to do whatever it is that needs to be done for the team. How did Larry Haler, because he certainly got that, how did he get his players to want to commit to the team and to his vision? You know, it's an audio medium that we're on right now, but if you could see me, I'm grinning ear to ear because he, over the last couple of days, there's been so many text groups and email chains and Zooms of you know different classes of different players getting together and talking. And the stories that we're often telling are about those speeches, about the challenges that Larry gets, about the phrases that only he could come up with that would make us smile, but really make us motivated. And so many players, whether or not you're in shape to or not, this week and weekend, we're saying, man, if I could just strap on the pads one more time after listening to him, I, I would do it. And, and he would say things like, you know, you know what, gentlemen? We'll play them anywhere. We'll play them on the 401 if we have to, which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but it, it was just Larry's way to cut through some of the, you know, traditional football talk and, and land a message with his players. And so, um, yeah, he, he was classic. His, his locker room speeches were classic. And, and one of the things, if, if aspiring coaches – could learn something from him. One of the things I would say was his best trait was his consistency. If you stand in front of a group of young men or a group of young women and talk a certain way on game day, entirely different than you do beginning a training camp or in the middle of the season in a practice in the middle of the week, the room will smell it out. They won't believe you. They'll think that you were putting on a persona. Larry was consistent. He was the same way whether it was spring camp or the Yates Cup, and that's, I think, the thing that really resonated and got you up, not just for the big games, got you up for those practices when you didn't want to practice so that when you got to the big games, you were ready and prepared. Donovan Bennett from Sportsnet, former running back with the Western Mustangs, helping us to remember Larry Haler. Donovan, for anyone who doesn't know football very well, watching whether it's 24 players come off the snap or whether it's 22 players and figuring out why a play did work or didn't work it's mind-boggling to figure it out Larry Haler just seemed to have this sixth sense what about his ability to just notice what needed to be done or or you know coach people along to make them better is that something that that you experienced yeah and you know what? I, I said in an article that I wrote on Sportsnet that you know Coach Haler forgot more about football than many people know. And I, he has this beautiful mind. It was a bit of a genius, which is why it was so great that he was able to share that with you know viewers and listeners after coaching you know, as a broadcaster on the radio of Western Games. But it, it was so funny because he had so many great ideas, so many plays, that often they would get you know, in conflict with each other. And so I was a running back, and I would be shuttling plays in and out. 
and you know he would say, "I want to go, I want to go, I want to go," and he, he's just thinking of so many different plays that would work in a scenario. He had so many options offensively on how to beat a defense that sometimes it was an internal conflict for him to decide which one was the most optimal in a situation. So between the hash mark of uh, in the sideline of me running in a play and out, you know that play might have changed two or three times because Larry was having an inner dialogue on on how best to make a big play uh, on that setting. But, um, yeah, if you look at the breadth of his coaching career, when he came in, you know, in the 70s, coaching under another great legend, and Darwin Simodiak, you know, both of them we lose, you know, within the week at the age of 76. I mean, it's almost like they they left to be together and and drop some some more great football plays in heaven. (laughs) But but when Larry becomes his OC, you know, he's a, a hot shot coordinator in Canada, they're running the wing T offense, like running backs in a three-point stance, for those who don't even know what that means. By the time Larry leaves, and the coach in waiting is Greg Marshall, who obviously learned a lot from Larry in building up his, his own program at McMaster and then building up a CFL team with the Tiger Cats, Greg's his OC, and the offense we're running at the time is a zone-read spread offense. So if you look over the history of football, Larry coached one of the most – fundamental and archaic offenses and one of the most progressive that we're still seeing utilized in the CFL, NFL, and NCAA right now. His ability to adapt to the time, the changes of of athletes and the change in the sport is unmatched. And and the best thing about him was he didn't just have a system. He had a system in terms of wanting players that were smart, respectful, because the, the term that Larry had was dumb will get you beat. He wanted smart student-athletes that were smart on the field and in the classroom. But in terms of his style of play, he was able to adapt to the team he had, to the era he was playing, and in the opponent that he was going to see. And I'm not sure if we will ever see the amount of variety in styles of winning football in a coach as we saw in Larry Halen. Donovan, we can't thank you enough for taking us to a place where very few people got to go, which was playing for Larry Haler. Thank you for this. Please keep safe. Oh, uh, my, my pleasure. And, you know, if I can just say one thing before I go. Um, you know, Larry Haler, he, he will or should have buildings named after him, street named after him, statues. Um, but I want to give a lot of love to the Haler family. Two great football uh, athletes who contributed to Larry's winning. You know, a, a great female basketball player, uh, you know, and his daughter. And, and, you know, all of the, the, the accolades, wins, and rings, should go to his wife, one, for being able to put up with him for all these years, but two, for allowing him to invest so much, not in just into coaching, but in being a professor. So as we show our appreciation and love for Larry, let's also give that appreciation and love for the family that uh, uplifted him and allowed him to do what he did. And that comes from not just me, but the entire Mustang family. Thank you for allowing me to share some uh, of my experiences with Haler and his family. Donovan, thank you. Take care. Cheers. That's Donovan Bennett, and Donovan makes a great point. Judy, Larry's wife, and his children, Jordan, Matt, Jennifer, uh, definitely it's, uh, it's something where you look at a family and you say, yeah, you know what, That's, that is a family that knows how to be successful based on you know, the way that things are, are done within their own walls and, and because of the people that they are. Let's take a break. This is London Live on 980 CFPL.